This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I, I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. Podcasts. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. Hey, what do you say we do a podcast? It's a new week. It's a Monday. Short week for me. Well, a couple of days off in the middle. Al is in full Swing working. He's down the shore. Gorgeous day. Tomorrow's going to be awful. How are you? Oh, hi, Jerry. Are getting uh, storms tomorrow from uh, this Isis something? Isaias, I believe. Isaias, 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 or something. Yeah, the news loves to say it. The News 12 is all over it. They love to say the name of this storm, and I thought I had it down pat, and now I can't remember it. Isaias. Isaias. Jerry, do you ever have days where you do where you don't put on the CBS Sports Network TV in your office where you're broadcasting from, or do you always have it on? Every day. You never have it on, or you always have it on? I don't, because the room that I am set up in, this is why I wanted to be downstairs, but it didn't work out the one day I did it. The room I'm set up in, it's the one room, which is funny because it can lead to the cable conversation that I'd like to have. It's the one room in the house I don't have a cable set up. Yeah. And so I have the Roku in here, the problem with that is, for whatever reason, it does not allow me to log into CBS Sports Network anymore like it did early on when we were doing this. Mm-hmm. So I basically keep CBS on all morning. Oh, that's right. You always have some, like, you always have uh, uh, news from when CBS broadcasted on the real CBS, the real big CBS. We're the sports CBS. Yes, right. Yeah, there are days where I ha- I put it on. There's sometimes weeks in a row where I have it on. Then all yeah. of a sudden, one day or two, I'll be like, it'd be like 9.15. I'll be like, oh. I haven't put the – and there's a giant TV in front of my face. For sure. And you know and I don't about. click it on. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're part of it, though, and here's the difference. The difference is it's not like you're going blind. You can see everybody on your screen. That's true. On the uh, Zoom meeting that we then shoot to CBS Sports, and then they do something to it to get it out on the broadcast. Yeah. Like when I was – the one thing I do like about hosting, and this is partly why I like to do it from the studio, I like the control of the phones, number one. Number two, I like the communication with Eddie or even Mike, just being able to see him. And if I need something, I can do that in the talk back, blah, 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 blah. And also, I do have the full feed. And so it's, you know, it just makes it easier. But home, yeah. no, I, I don't anymore, no. Trying a couple different shows out here on WFAN this week with Moose and Maggie uh, being on vacation. Uh, JJ and Brian Jones are on yeah. from uh, 10 to 12, and then Tiki and Tierney. 
from 12 to 2. So does this mean Brian Jones wants back in after retiring? I don't know. He it's may want back in. I don't know. He's a he's a very loud, vocal, boisterous personality. But the one thing is, he's a personality for damn sure. And I do like uh, him. He is loud, really, yes. He's a good dude. He's a really good guy. Yes, so, uh, I used to uh, have have meetings with him by the uh, coffee machine when we yes. would both be getting our K-Cups ready. Yes. So I was just started thinking, like, where do we get the new great sports talk show hosts from? Where would you go looking if they were like, hey, we need some new talent? Jerry, you're in charge. Boy, that's where do a we tough look? one, man. Podcasts? I, I mean, I guess. I, I don't know what. You know, it kind of comes back to your conversation a few weeks ago about missing the personality, the opinionated personality that could say whatever they wanted to say. Now, you can't, clearly you can't be a can't do it anymore. fool. Um, but you really – there are things that you can say and things you can't say. Uh, and it has – it's really – what's the right word? Homogenized? Is that the right word? Yes, I like homogenized that. Homogenized. The business, I think – to where everybody sounds very similar. I think, right. you know, people that come on screaming and yelling, that's pretty basic for sports radio. It's kind of like we're complain radio. If things are going good, I don't know that it's so entertaining because you're not yelling and screaming about everything. Right. Um, but beyond that, I don't know. I mean, you tell me. You've been doing this a long time. I mean, is podcast – I mean, if you go to a, a guy that does a podcast – that's all well and good, and he might bring an audience. I'm not saying he won't. But live radio is different than doing a podcast. Right. And so while that guy might be good, you might have to just work with him for a while. And now you have to worry about is the audience going to be patient enough for him to work through those minor issues he might have to start. Um, right, because they're probably doing a one-hour podcast once or twice a week versus yeah. 20 hours a week for a radio show. And on a radio show, you're constantly repeating yourself. Like yes. If you do a podcast, you're not going to beat to death a topic because the same people are listening to your podcast Correct. from start to finish. It's a great example. So I have there's one guy that hates me that emails me all the time about how bad I am. Yes. Um, and, you know, I, I see his name. I don't even read it anymore. I just delete it. But I did see because sometimes you can just see right in the body of the of the subject and the first right. couple of lines. I did see he was frustrated because I gave the, I played the Aaron Judge home run every hour. But the idea of that is, and I don't like playing the same highlight every hour. The idea is if someone wakes up at 7.30 and tunes in, how do you not play that for them? Right. If you didn't listen at 6.30. And if you're listening at 8.30 for the first time and you didn't, like, that is the highlight of the game last night. Aaron Judge is a beast, and he hits the go-ahead home run in the bottom of the eighth. If you don't play that every hour, you're not doing your job. So it's a weird – the radio is weird because listeners bounce in and out. And you have – I'll never forget when Craig told me when I first started doing the show, um, full-time that is back in 2009. And I believe it was when they were doing the, yeah, baby. I remember that yes. with the Mets. There was a Met game where they won a game winner. And one hour I didn't play it. And, you know, the show ended, not the show, but the segment ended, and he looked at me and goes, what are you doing? How come you didn't play? There was one of the one times that I can remember in all the years with him that he didn't call me out on the air, and it was afterwards. Usually he would have done that right then and there. Right. He goes, where was the home run? I said, well, I played it last hour. I'm going to play it next hour. He goes, no, no, you play that every hour because we have a different audience every hour. Right. He goes, the ones that stick around for four hours, they're not going anywhere anyway. 
I said, boy, that makes so much sense. And I guess I knew that, but never it was never really told to me like that. And from that point forward, game-winning shot at the buzzer, game-winning goal in overtime, you know, game-winning home run, especially from a big home run hitter like Judge, you play it every hour. And so it's different. Radio is different than a podcast. Yeah, I also think it's funny. Like, um, I noticed that when CeeLo was in for you last week where he would mm-hmm. say um, – Coming up next hour, I've got audio of uh, the Aaron Judge home run. It's like, I could just go find it right now. Yeah, just play it. Yeah, just play it. Or don't tease it for next hour because we can get it anyway. For sure. Now, I did that today with the hockey clip that Boomer wanted, but that was also because, A, it was hockey. B, it was not the Rangers. C, it was 748. Yeah. And we were way late. There was no way I was going to play a 22-second hockey clip that late. Um, But I agree. When you're – when you're New York heavy like we are, if something if you've got something, play it. You know, um, you can't play everything every hour, right. but if something's that good, you do. The other thing we were, when we were talking about, like where do you get the next great talk show host? Like in a in radio in general, it used to be you would move up from market to market till you got to New York or yeah. Los Angeles, or something. But in for sports talk, I think people want a New Yorker. Like, Joe yeah. Beningo probably couldn't go to Atlanta and do sports talk. I completely agree. They'd be like, who's this buffoon? Right. <laughs> right. I do. I believe that. Uh, so, you also, wherever you are looking for talent, I always wonder, like, when we, like, when, um, when we were CBS Radio, we had uh, launched a station in Tampa, a sports talk yeah. station. Like, where were you finding guys that fill a, a, a 24 hours or even 18 hours, however, however they did it? Where are you like? It, where are they finding guys like I that? Guess Local guys. Yeah, I guess you're listening for the sound for the MP3s that guys are sending in. Yeah, and you pick nine or ten of them that you like the sound of them, and you bring them in, and you listen to them, and you do mock shows. It's hard. I've got to think launching Very a hard. sports radio station from the ground up has got to be almost impossible. Has to be. Who would you put as your if you could? Uh, thinking back to great sports radio host or team teams yeah. host. Who would you put in there? Other, you know, Mike and the Mad Dog, obviously. Oh boy, that's a that's a good one. Um, Not fair because I wrote some down without asking you to prepare. Yeah, I mean, my favorites over the years is it pretty much what you're asking me. Yeah, I mean, Mike, like where there was something sure. where there was something more than homogenized sports talk. Well, I think back in the day, and see, it's so different now because we used to the the shows used to be slightly different. Right, they were in, um, they had information that you didn't have. Yeah, and it was you listened and you literally set your alarm. Like I'm not gonna lie to you, there's a when I'm driving into work when I'm hosting, I am looking for because I don't just go to my phone when I wake up, and I you know I I, I don't turn ESPN on my when I'm hosting. What I haven't seen, I need to catch up on when I get there with replay. But I like to have an idea of what, what I'm walking into. So I wake up, I jump in the shower, I get changed, I'm out the door. I make a cup of coffee, and I'm gone. I got to tell you, it's been weird not having the 20s and 40s or the 15s and 45s on wins. Like yeah. I don't know where – there's nowhere to go on the radio for the sports stories of the day unless you get to the top of the hour. Uh, but, Bob, we've got to get back to your question, though, of favorite um, – Teams. See, or solos because as soon as we're done with this i'm gonna know i'm gonna think of everybody we'll write them down we'll give them tomorrow oh can we do that yeah i like i like that i'll give you the ones that i just stood out to me but i again i thought about this i wrote it down to me uh jim rome in the late 90s okay before before he was guest heavy 
when right. he when no one when the athletes and teams hated him because he was sure. so nasty on the air. I put that. Up. I loved Dan Patrick and Rob Dibble. I think Dan Patrick's show is very good now, but I could see what you mean then because Dibble was a big part of that show, right? He was a crazy guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was more to me. It was more two guys talking and having fun and goofing around as well. Mm-hmm. Now Dan's show is to me it's too too slow. And it is guest, slow, guest, 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 guest. But what I do like about that show is the heat does get guests no one else gets. I don't understand it. I don't know right, why. It's total relationship because yeah, no one even knows be. where the show is, where you find the show. Correct. But I, And I only know of it because of what we've gone through for the last several months. And I've listened to more Dan Patrick and Rich Eisen in the last four or five months than I ever have in the past. Yeah. Uh, I put uh, Pharrell on the bench during his yes. – Late night years is uh, so ten... unique. Yeah, love that idea. And what bothers me about that is I always thought the idea of doing a sports radio show under rock or you know over rock music was such a great idea. And then when he did it, I'm like, yes, this is it. And no one's done it since because now right. we look like you're a stupid ripoff of it. Right. Love that idea. And I did love or in the early '90s when I first got working in sports radio. I loved Tony Kornheiser's show. See now it was, that I found slow. Even like I'm like the early '90s was different than okay. It was it was again it was more like I don't know it was very laid back. It it was not slow. I think he had good producers that were on uh, at least one or two producers or co-hosts that were on the air with him that were also okay. a good mix with him. That's fair. I but, can see that. I mean, I will say it's an easy out, but uh, I'm not just saying Mike and Chris Russo solo tremendous. Yeah. Always love Russo solo. That to me was a must listen. But I will, I will effort that and think of that, and I will have a better list, an updated list for you for tomorrow. I like it. Uh, can I just do one thing for you? Because yes, please. This is going to lead into the warm up show, which uh, a lot of yelling back and forth. Yes. So I do. So this is really interesting because you prompted me to go get my bill this morning. Your cable Be- bill. Yeah, because I pay to Verizon FiOS two hundred and twenty one dollars a month, and I sit there and say, "What the hell am I paying for?" Yes. And I even at one point, which you will hear in the warm up show today, at one point I even agreed with you that you know they've got us and. You know, I don't understand why I'm paying so much. Well, I got to tell you, I broke it down. It's my fault. It is my fault. Listen to this. At least listen to these numbers. All right. Let's see what you got. So the base package is, I think, cheap. I pay $59 a month. I get 302 channels. And included in that is the seven ESPNs or whatever. That's fine. But here's where, here's where it gets nuts. So it's $60 a month for that. I pay $50 a month for this megabit high I don't know what the hell it is, this internet that I pay for, which okay. sometimes is outstanding and other times has been awful, and that's why I'm thinking of changing now. And they, they charge me $10 a month for the phone that we don't even have hooked up, right. but we need it for the alarm, and if we don't have the phone, the internet goes, it's more expensive, blah, 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 blah. Okay, fine. So I'm at $120 a month. I'm all good with that. That makes sense to me. Yeah, sure does. Well, here's where it gets a little goofy. You, I pay extra for multi-room DVR. That's my choice. I didn't realize it was multi-room. I thought I only had it on one box. No, <laughs> I have it on all of them. Um, I apparently have six boxes in this house. Wow. Here's the problem. I only, I only have five of them hooked up. I found the sixth one in a box. In a box. That I'm not using. That cost me $86 a month. Right, to have the to multi-room rent. situation. Yes, I'm paying for a Fios network extender. I do the sports pass so I can have NFL network, 
and NBA and MLB TV. I What's have the to. sports pass cost? That's $14 a month. Okay. And then I am paying $7 a month for a regular broadcast fee that I never knew I was paying for. So I'm paying for channel 2, 4, 5, 7, 9, and 11. Would have never in a million years thought that. Yeah, I didn't and know I do, we paid for that. And I do, and this is one where they have everybody paying for SNY. And yes, we pay $8 a month for the regional sports network. That does not look like that's negotiable. That's just in there. Mm-hmm. But like, the base package is not terrible, but six boxes, Al? <laughs> that's a lot of boxes. What am I doing? That's a lot of rooms. That's $86 extra in yeah, a month. That's where that's where you're getting whacked Holy right there. smokes. And then the multi-room DVR is $6. The network extender is $8. Right there, I just added $100 to a, a cable package that's 60 bucks a month. Yes. Wow. So mm. it's actually, uh, I'm sorry, it's 231 a month, not 221 Wow. Now, all right, here's my question. How do I get off that? Right, how do you get off? Well, right, yeah, you'd have to eliminate boxes. So here's what I tried, as you know. I tried back in the day getting the high speed internet. I got the, I love the high best speed internet. I got the best that you could get. And then I streamed with Roku, which I actually like. I think Roku is a good product. Problem is, I'm telling you, they don't give you the same speeds for those plugins. Right. They knock it down. So I don't there's no way around this. How do we what do we do? <laughs> There's no it's a way good question. Because on one hand, I sit there and say, "Wow, sixty bucks a month for three hundred and two channels—that's a bargain." That's yeah, a bargain. except to get it, you got to spend another. Oh, whatever. It's frustrating. Mm-hmm. How so about that? The, the boxes cost me more than the pro, the service. Yeah, you got a lot of boxes there. But what? Okay, but what do I do? I have a. I have. I have two. I have a living room and a family room downstairs. Got to put them in there. Two boxes. Right. That's two. I'm putting one in the basement. Why right? wouldn't you do that? Yeah, three boxes. Okay. okay, three. And then I got the bedrooms. Oh, uh, right. My bedroom, Matthew's bedroom, and Joseph's yep, bedroom. Yep, there's your six boxes. I would need a seven. Oh, that's right, because I don't have the. I actually don't have one in the basement. That's Roku. I have the six box, not doing anything. Where oh. did you discover this sixth box? Uh, right to my left in a box. <laughs> <laughs> and I know why. So I can't plug in. I need a cable cord to plug in the sixth box because I can only put five extender boxes. I can only use five extender boxes, I believe it is. I don't have another cable cord in the house, though, so yeah. it's useless. You need a cable jack. I mean, this is ridiculous, dude. $231 a month. What do you think our first cable bill was when we first got cable in 1984? Pro- I bet you it was probably very expensive as a new thing. And I, when I say expensive, I mean expensive for the day. I'll bet you the price was probably similar. I bet you it was fifty bucks a month, and we probably th- our parents probably thought that was ridiculous. Let's see. I'm gonna I'm googling how much was cable in 1981. Is what I'm gonna write. And Let's they probably charge like two dollars a month for those. How much was cable in the 80s? Uh, in 1980, there were only 16 million cable subscribers, and they paid about seven dollars and fifty cents a month. Is that it? Which is twenty two dollars in today's dollars. Wow. Uh, everyone was probably pissed, too. Like, paying for a TV? Then we, well, now we have buy bottled water. You didn't have to. Yeah. Listen, there's a part of me. Again, I just wish the internet would work properly with the smart TVs because Matthew's got a smart TV in his room. Joseph's got a smart TV in his room, and we got smart TVs downstairs. You use that, and I know it sounds funny, and I'm not doing it. 
But there is a way. I mean, you put this network, this broadcast antenna in your window. It does work. It's what I have in here. It's what I watch CBS on. I just have a TV with that broadcast antenna. With a cable, with a regular it's antenna, yeah. tremendous. I get two, four, five, seven sketchy, but it does work. But uh, sometimes it freezes. Nine and 11, no problem. And then if I just stick the Roku in, if it works, I'm good. But then everything, here's the problem. That Here's another issue. Now everything's on delay, like 60 seconds. Right. So you're watching a Met game, and God forbid your phone goes off on Twitter when, you know, Brandon Nimmo hits a home run. You're 60 seconds behind it. Yeah. Frustrating. I know. Th- I know. First world problems. I know. First world. We call those hashtag first world problems. And they are. And they are. And, and I know that. We're complaining about very little right now. Right. All right, Jerry. So. Well, there was a more uh, y- uh, yelling and screaming and complaining uh, in the warm-up show, which is an hour long these days, and it is up next. All right. We'll I'll get you the list you for tomorrow. Tomorrow of, of sports talk shows that you loved. Done. And if listeners want to tweet me those, I would like to see yours. Sounds okay, good, Jerry. man. Enjoy. So, so, so. Good morning, campers. It's the warm-up show with Alan Jerry. No longer the shortest show on WFAN. Now it's a tie. All right, here we go. A couple minutes after 5 o'clock, we start a new week. Not in New York City. We're back in Jersey. Al remains down the shore. Al Dukes, how was your weekend, sir? Oh, hi, Jerry. I think, by the way, many uh, people have told me now we're back to being the shortest show in WFAN that we have to change that open. Is um, this true? Open. Yeah, although I think there's a couple weekend shows that are also uh, an hour long, so well, you we, know what we it still is. may be tied. I don't think this, I don't think Rick Wolf is doing his one-hour show anymore. Oh. I think that's oh, the problem, oh. and Mike is no longer doing 6 to 7, so right, that's well, a problem. That's the one that threw it off for a lot yeah. of people. So that could be why we're back to the shortest show on WFM. Yeah, I we think may have Bob to change Salter that. is still two hours. Plus, I'm getting sick of the liners. we got to get new liners. I agree with that. Let's do something. Let's all do something about that, Jerry. I'll write up some clever, hilarious liners, well, I'm sure. He, but I think Zach did like, you know, 12 of them. Let's just not use that one anymore to start. Just start rotating them. Correct. How about we do this? The best show on WFAN. I'm down with that. I don't know if uh, the boss would like that, but do we I have do. To, I haven't cleared these with the boss. I just... I just send them the production guy, and then he just gives them to Eddie. Like, I could write, like, Al and Jerry, everyone else sucks. And (laughs) it would get right on the air. (laughs) That would be awesome. (laughs) Although I don't think Boomer and Gio would like that very much. Al and Jerry should be on (laughs) 24-7 on the fan. Now you're pushing it. (laughs) I don't want to do that. (laughs) Jerry, I was... Couldn't have been more fired up yesterday afternoon with uh, when the Cespedes news came down. I was like, all right. Uh, I, it's fun sometimes to follow a live story on Twitter. Like, that was happening as I was, like, locked into my Twitter because of that. Like On a beautiful Sunday on a afternoon? Be- correct. Beautiful Sunday afternoon in between. Why wouldn't you have been out? I was out. I dog walk. You can't stay out all day. Bad. Yes, you can. I did. Melanoma cancer, Jerry. You could get it from being in the sun. Sunblock. I use sunblock, but sometimes it catches that little dot you didn't cover. No, I'm in and out, in and out, Jerry. Walk in, walk in. The dog. When the dog's resting, I go right on Twitter, especially when there's breaking news. Was your it, girlfriend over yesterday? Uh, no, she was. I forget what she was doing. She had plans. Oh, okay, fair enough then. She was doing so you something. Were a bored, lonely man. I got it. I was bored, lonely man. Uh, and I was like, you know, because when we first heard the Cespedes news, I don't know why we all thought he was dead. 
I did not think that at all. That never crossed your mind? No, I thought exactly what happened. I thought he picked up and left. Okay, because many people, I can tell you on Twitter, many people, including myself, immediately thought he may be dead somewhere. So they were upset with the Mets for coming out with a statement without knowing if he was dead or not. Then when they came out and they go, listen, he's not dead. They didn't say it that way. They said he's he's safe. He's safe. So safe means not dead. They could have said not dead. No reason to say not dead. Then different speculation happened. But what I started fighting people on Twitter, and I put some people in headlocks. I gave some people punches to the face, Jerry, verbally. Blaming the Mets. What? I said this was such a 2020 response, which is, it's never your fault. Don't worry. No matter what you do, it's not your fault. You can blame someone else. So a player doesn't show up. A player with a history of weirdness bores multiple teams getting rid of him because he he was it's a strange uh, guy he's a strange dude a strange but immediately dude. blame the Mets why why is that because that's if what you didn't come does, if you didn't co- if you didn't come to work today would I be like can you believe Chernoff <laughs> no you'd be like does Jerry is uh, what's Jerry's story like I don't understand the because typical Mets are happy being miserable they are and everybody blames everybody else. And people right now hate the Mets. And the Mets here's the problem with the Mets. They can't get out of their own way. They're three and seven. So everything okay, they that's do a, is the, gonna be wrong. No, but it's been like this for years. The Mets went to been, a Yeah, because they went they've to been a, a mess for years. They went to a World Series in two thousand fifteen. They, they had two good years. World Series and playoffs. But and do you, they've but, been in and around it. They've been a disaster. Does this happen to other teams that suck? There's a lot of teams that suck. I don't think people care as much. It's honestly. Just I really think people don't care as much. The Mets of uh, Brody Van Wagenen has found a cure for cancer. Oh, but you know what? He, the way he told us was incorrect. Like well, I wish he would have said, "It is unbelievable." Like no matter what they, no matter what the Mets do, people will blame them. Yeah, it pisses me off. I don't know, me. I don't know why you're so. I don't know why you're so taken because by this. I, you know what? It finally new. but it finally hit me, Jerry. What we've been seeing the way people are with the Mets over I, the years, it's it is all of twenty twenty. It's here's the, what I would be curious about. Yeah. I would be curious Boomer's take. I know he hates Cespedes. Yeah. But Boomer is a guy who he will he has told the story numerous times, was held back as the quarterback of the Cardinals because of performance bonuses. Mm-hmm. And if you I'm sure you read the stories this morning, the reason why Cespedes left and opted out, according to um, a couple of reporters, yeah. is that he believes they were holding him out for performance bonuses and money. Now, I don't know that that's the case, because quite frankly, aside from a couple of home runs, he's been awful. Yeah. Um, but but if we came to find out that they decided to hold him back, I'd be interested what Boomer's take would be on that, because it's a shortened season at 60 games. If that was the case, and I don't believe it to be the case, but if that was the case, I'd be interested to see what he says about that. Well, good news for you, Jerry. Four hours of Boomer and Geo. They're both back. They're both in Six today. o'clock. Thank God. And Boomer's in studio today. For the oh, first Boomer's time in studio March. today. Oh, yeah. boy. Oh, boy. Yeah. I, 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 it just, to me, it just really hit me yesterday about that That this is encapsulates 2020. Now we say sports is a metaphor for life sometimes. It can be. How sports go. It's just, no matter what the Mets do, they suck. You know what helped them do? Win. 
It don't, it doesn't. Because in yes, 2015, yes, people does. were still yes, complaining. No. no. When they went to the World Series. Okay, 2016. 100%, Jerry. Well, 2016, they underperformed. And they okay, but I'm saying wild card team. in the beginning of the season, I'm sure people were like, typical yeah, because they match. were bad. Because they were bad. Typical match. And they had a big run to make it there. So, you got, again, it's, all, it's always managing expectations. When you build yourself up as supposed to be a good team, like we all thought this was supposed to be a good team. They were built up to be a good team this year. They were built up. They had pitching. Syndergaard out. They were okay, though, because they still had pitching. They went out. They got Michael Waka. He sucks. They go out and get Rick Porcello. He's worse. Um, they can't hit to save their lives with men in scoring position. Right now, they are a bad baseball team. They're three and seven, and they've get. How, did you watch any of Saturday night's game? I did. They were atrocious yes. finishing that game. Yesterday's game, they can't hit with runners in the scoring position. I expect this fan base to be angry. Right. That said, I am not blaming the Mets for this. I think that's silly okay. to do so. But the notion that you don't have an angry fan base is silly because this this team right now is is an embarrassment. They are, and I'm not saying the organization is. This team is terrible right now, and they shouldn't be. Edwin Diaz stinks twice. Uh, they can't hit. It's it's in back. One run on Saturday, and they get shut out yesterday. Right, but those are oh, th- those are completely different. But things. you've got a fan base at a tipping point, and it's a it's a city that cares. I agree with you. If this was Minnesota, no one gives a damn. I really believe that. I don't think people care in L.A. I really don't. For whatever reason, the Met and the Yankee fan base. As old as it might be, because I really don't know anymore. We talk about, you know, the, the age of baseball fans. I have no idea. If it's an old fan base, a young fan, I don't know. But I do know this. They get pissed off when the team's not good. And then when things like this happen, they feel like they're the embarrassment of the league. Now, going after the organization, I disagree with. But I do get it. Then, uh, uh, because I was uh, – and again, like if the Mets said nothing that Cespedes – about showing up, and Keith Hernandez got word during the game and was like, mm, uh, Cespedes hasn't show- didn't show up to the game, and got no word from the Mets. Okay, so now they say something for a guy who has a history of weirdness, and people are like, I can't believe the Mets said this. I can't- the-, the Mets should have come out and said, Cespedes isn't here. Maybe he fell in a hole again. We don't know. <laughs> like, that's fine. attacked by a wild boar. Why me a wild boar? <laughs> Maybe he fell off a horse on his way to the game. Like... <laughs> They could have been a million. Maybe he went to the strip club in Atlanta, which appear, apparently Atlanta is the worst place for athletes to go because everyone gets in trouble down there. So if they say nothing, they suck. When they say something, they suck. Yeah. Then I then I went right to SNY uh, postgame because they're like, oh, Brody Van Wagen is going to talk. The Mets reporters asked the same question a thousand times. Well, but this and is then, the media. Why, okay. I don't understand how you're surprised by this. No, we I'm talk surpri- about this all the time. Okay. It's like the same question, but 16 different ways. Right. No, because, well, then here's my point. After the press conference ended, the Mets reporters all took to Twitter. There were six people with their arms still up that wanted a question. Ask to ask what? The same question a billion times? <laughs> yeah, Get lost. <laughs> the sports talk, I think I blame WFAN because they started – 24-hour sports talk. I'm blaming them. I'm blaming Blaming WFAN. Yes, I'm blaming WFAN, and I'm blaming ESPN 24-hours television. 24-hour sports talk radio, 24-hours television sports talk. Now everything gets examined as if it was the most important thing ever. 
Now, are, we, is no, this new to you? No, it's this not has new been to going me. on for years and okay, years and years. But it no can kidding. still annoy the crap out That's of me. That's why there's 17 news channels 24 7 and why the news slants suck. No kidding. Now, Brody, you said uh, he didn't show up to the ballpark. Did you say he didn't show up to the ballpark or he didn't show up to the ballpark? When you. Now, when you. But you really call, reached the tipping point. I did. This because, has been going on forever. I know, this but has no, been my frustration with the media. We've what, talked about this for years. Why I reached the tipping point was it in, it finally hit me this what's been going on in sports for years as you say encapsulates everything in society in 2020 yeah probably, everything probably this, no, right now the world sucks right now 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 um brody when did you pick up a telephone to talk now when you talked to Cespedes agent was that on a speakerphone or like they're all trying to be finding DNA evidence of like a guy that just wigged out and a left. guy didn't show up a guy who has a history of being a bad uh teammate to organizations has a history of it has a history of weird falling into holes fighting boars doesn't show up I have no problem with the Mets coming out and going Yes, that's what didn't show up. We didn't hear from. Could be dead. Could be in a hole. Could have overslept. We don't you're know. Also, you're also arguing with, with wackos on Twitter, too. I'm arguing with 2020 society on Twitter. Yes. 2020 society. I can tell you where, in my house, we got a laugh out of it. We weren't okay. going crazy on Twitter like right. some people. To me, it was very Cespedes-like. And well, it's I like, laughed at it. What are you going to do? I wasn't getting like, on Twitter yelling at the Mets. Who cares? Uh, there are people lighting uh, the federal building on fire. Not their fault. Let's blame whoever's above them for them lighting a building on fire. Like, it's the, it is 2020 in the, in the sports analogy. Yeah, I got you. I heard you. God. Good and Lord. And the Mets got shut out. Oh, by the way. And oh, tonight the they'll probably lose one nothing as Jacob Degrom goes eight innings of you know one hit ball. But they don't even and, score and, any uh, runs. They scored one run in two days. Yeah, no kidding. That's my point. It's atrocious right now, absolutely atrocious. They're tough to watch. Yeah, they're bad to watch. And I think that's the boiling point for fans too. When you are thought to be a team that should challenge in the division, yeah, they can't get out of their own way. Well, this I mean, season I, it's sucks unbelievable. Anyway. It shouldn't. Has it sucked for the Yankees? Because right now I'm watching a machine. That's what no. I'm watching. All right, I'm but if the Yankees Aaron win the World Judge, Series, hit home run after home run. So the what? Yankees, the Yankees win the World Series this year. It's not a. It's not a real season. Yeah, sure, it is. Absolutely, it is. Is it? No, it's not real. It's unique. It's, it's a unique. different season. Right. It's a different season, and there will be people will always remember this as that type of season. Wasn't there a work stoppage in 1981? Where they didn't play a full right, they played Who like knows? two half seasons. Uh, you know, it's there are weird years. So be it. Whatever. I I look at it this way. This is all I care about. I've got something to put on every night, and I'm happy about that. That's it. Very selfish. Hmm. Very selfish. We have to take a break. I'm annoyed at one more thing on after the break, and then I'll be on less the Mets. Annoyed. Uh, no, not on the oh, Mets. Thank God. Okay. On Yankee TV coverage last night. I did not watch last night. All right. I did not. I oh. actually was watching. I Giddy up. Yeah. I was watching NCIS New Orleans with my wife last Ooh. night. So I watched the highlights today, but I did not see the game. Is so. that like a, like NCIS? Because I see that on my murder channels that I like, yeah. and I never watch it. But is is each episode 
one case that gets solved in the episode, or yes. is, if I if I just randomly pick an episode to watch, I can follow along what's yeah. going on. Okay. Yeah, there's a somewhat of a continuation, but it's more cast related than it About is the plot related. Yeah, like there's certain, for instance, one guy's brother has a drug problem, so that they will discuss in small little pieces from show to show, but it's nothing more than a comment here, comment there, to where you're kind of following along that plot as a as a show viewer. Mm-hmm. But if you're watching just one isolated show, that might go over your head, but the point of the show is still solving a murder or a crime Murders. involving the Navy. Okay. So it really is actually pretty good. Actually, yeah, I like I, that. There's NCIS Los Angeles, which is good. Um, that one's okay. Is that LL Cool J, I think, is in that one? Mm-hmm. Um, but, he, but he's good in it. And then and Chris O'Donnell, I think. But this one I like better, the NCIS New Orleans. New Orleans. So I was sitting down with my wife, and I felt bad because I had the Met game on all day. Um, I had the hockey on all day Saturday. So last night it was, all right, you want to watch this? I sat down and watched that with her. So I watched the highlights this morning, did not watch the game. We do have to take a break. We're late. All right, Jerry. Um, Al's going to rant again on something else about the Yankees on the other side. And then at some point, calm down a little bit because it's only a one-hour yes. show. Yeah, and, and I have fun I stuff as well. But I'm sure to show. I was pissed. Yeah, I would like to, I'd like the fun stuff because you always tell me this is supposed to be the fun hour. Yeah. Uh, right now, not a fun 18 minutes, i got to tell no, you. No, it's been fun. Not really. Uh, on the other side, more Al ranting and fun stuff, I promise. And then the return of Boomer and Geo at 6 on the fan. Al and Jerry, social distancing before it was cool. All right, 25 after 5. It's the warm-up show until 6. A lot more to do as Al vents, and that's all good. And I do promise at some point some fun stuff, too, to get you into your week on a Monday. What's up? What else you got? That's all right, Jerry. Say. So I'm watching the Yankee-Red Sox game on ESPN. <clears throat> and in the middle of an at-bat, the screen shrinks. And a oh, the t- commercials. Yeah. Yeah, this has been going on for... A while now. In the middle of an at-bat. Uh, yeah, middle of golf events they do it now. They do it in baseball games now. They do it, no, but, in, but, did it in the hockey game the other day. They did it as well before a face-off in between uh, when the when the But a full 30-second ad? Where uh, they, where I would they, say more like – I would say 15 to – I don't think it was 30. The one in the Ranger game I saw the other day was not a full 30. I would say about 15, 20 seconds. I know nothing about hockey on TV, so I have no idea how often they get to take timeouts. But baseball, we've got a timeout every half inning. Yes. So in the middle of an at-bat, they're running a Taco Bell ad where the baseball game shrinks, the Taco Bell ad, and the sound from the baseball game is cut off. Right. And the Taco Bell. This on ESPN, which I pay me, you, your grandmother, everyone pays $7 a month for, even though you don't know you pay $7 a month. My mother doesn't know she pays $7 a month for ESPN. What are we doing? They're making money. Right, but they already make money. They already have money. And there's no way you're going to stop it. Yeah, you just there. There is ways, but everyone has to get all involved at one time. Correct. Which is cancel never ESPN happen, ever. At some point, it will because <laughs> no, at some point people reach a breaking point. They do. It's not like listen. ESPN. Everybody not... in the world is not canceling ESPN. You're not going to get an yeah, okay. cancel ESPN group together and have millions of people in in it. Not going to happen. Okay. I mean, you could try. Start the movement. You're like 2020. You're for everything. Start the movement. You're for you're for you're for commercials in the middle of a broadcast. I'm used to it now because they okay. all do it. I watch golf. So let's golf. just do it CBS constantly. CBS does it nonstop. Okay, let's CBS just do it constantly. Does it all okay, the time. and guess what? CBS is free. So just like people on Twitter yesterday yelling at me, uh, you guys, I hear Geo do a flag and anthem commercial. Yeah, not in the middle of this segment. During commercial breaks. During commercial breaks, and guess what? 
no we one's do paying commercials during Yankee games uh, all the time. Right. Susan reads them all the time in between pitches. Right. But we don't shrink on TV. They cut the sound out and shrink down the TV. No, but the you game, get away from the game broadcast for two seconds. Ten to fifteen seconds. Yes. Again, that's a free. That Yankee game doesn't cost you anything. You're not paying seven dollars to get that Yankee game. Don't watch the game. So we can't talk about these things. Just the the situation is, don't discuss it. Just if you don't like it, shut it off. Um, I mean that's what do we? We can't tell, complain what about do that. We tell, what do we tell listeners? No, but but it can't be discussed. Complain to us about what we talk right, about. But I'm we saying say, change the channel. Okay, so we can't we can discuss, discuss it here. It. Well, I don't know. Because the answer we, is just change the chat. No, we're not. You want to shut it right off. You just want, nope, nope. Because that's the way it me. is. What else? That doesn't bother. I'm still watching the game. Okay. Then do listen to the, the, the whole thing. Goofy? I'll just send tacos to your house the whole game. Goofy. What does that mean? Now I'm you're just being saying. An ass. No, being that because you're being an ass. You, you, you reject every topic. You reject every topic. How am I rejecting the topic? Am I not allowed to disagree with you? You are, but you can't just. Because you're not consistent. Because, well, how we, so? well, because when we talk about the guys that listen to our show that complain right. about what we talk about, okay. your answer is always you've got other stations and channels to listen to. Right. Shut it off. Okay. Stop yelling at me. So why if I say now, especially if you're not a Yankee fan, and you're not, admittedly, I don't think I'm making but I'm anything not, up there. I'm not if doing I it. If I tell you if you don't like what you're watching to turn it off, why is that not the same thing? Because I'm discussing – I'm not discussing that – like on here, we yell at people who say they hate Boomer and they listen every day. Right. Okay. That's different than I want to watch the Yankee game, and in the middle of the Yankee game, ESPN is running a taco ad. That's something that can be discussed on a sports radio show. We can show. discuss it. I don't know what you do about it, though. But you, you can say that about everything. Yeah, I don't. We can discuss Mets pitching. I don't know what you do about it. Yes, like, I can. I can go out and get another pitcher. Okay. No, well, you can. You know you're a, No, the you're. Can. But you're. You're a. And the but, Mets have. You, they brought up David you Peterson. Can. But you can't. No, but a, you can, come, you can complain about it and right. force their hand to do something. Uh, exactly. I don't know. I don't know what you're going to do to tell whether it's ESPN, CBS, in a year, especially in a year where they're not making any money. I would think. I don't. I don't. They're making you know, money. You know more about the. You know more about the, exactly. the cable stuff than right. I do. So I don't argue about any of that. I don't. Okay. I don't know anything about it because I'm very happy paying for ESPN. I'm not one of those people being tricked into paying. Okay. So why? So where are they? How are they? How they allocate their money, that's their problem. They're getting $7 per person in the United States. Okay. And now you got to shove a taco ad down my throat in the middle of an at-bat on a fly ball? I guess they do. That could go. Start, uh, could be a home aside, run. I'm not joking. Start a movement. There's no – it's not a movement. This, no one's watching uh, – the, their ratings for for baseball games aren't great anyway. Right. So now I don't so know the what move, you're saying. You're saying well, the, you want to change things. So yeah. change it. Start it. Okay, I'm going to start it. I'm going to go on. Uh, well, this is the part of the starting it. I'm making people aware. That's your Beautiful. first part. Now I'm going to hold the protest later. I'm going to, so now uh, you can start an organization to okay. to cancel ESPN. All right. I'm just saying at some point, all of these things, when when we finally do get to a point where we get to pick our cable channels and pay for only the ones that we want, this all falls apart. And it might. Yeah. We have to get there. Right. You've been yelling about it for 10 years. We're yes. still not there. Correct. I, I don't know when we ever get there. Yeah, I don't know. Because I can tell you this. These streaming options suck. Well, they're the same thing. you can pay things. for what you want. No, because, but you can't. 
And that's what Boomer always brings right. up to me, and he's incorrect. You can't pay for what you want. You still have to pay. It do, because it doesn't work. That's what I'm saying. I don't doesn't... understand why. I don't understand why there's not a company out there that's an a la carte type of company. Pay for only the channels you want. It doesn't work. At the end of the day, and me and you have had this conversation, if you look at, so if you want to, if you want to add channels, let's say, give me, what do you think is a good price per channel to pay? Well, I'll pay $5 a channel. Okay. But let so me pick the channels. For, how many channels do you think you want? I want uh, uh, 10 channels. So you want to pay $50 a month for just 10 channels? Yes. Plus your free ones, because you, you have to add your two, four, right? You get those two. Yeah, those are free. Those would be over the air. Two, four, five, seven, nine, eleven. I don't know nine, why 11. that doesn't exist. Right. But you know why it doesn't exist? Because ESPN wouldn't exist if the people who wanted it had to pay for it. There aren't enough of you. Um, pro- I'm, you're probably not wrong about that, but it, I don't it, know why you can't do what you just said. Because they don't want you. Because what I just said. Because then ESPN can't pay $50 quad billion dollars for NBA basketball. No, but the reality I, is no one's watching that's it. That's not what I'm saying. Why I'm not, what I'm saying is I don't understand with all these new streaming options. Right. Why a company doesn't come up with that because, idea? Okay, because let's say as an independent company, because they because ESPN won't give their well, product to them. Yeah, exactly. You can't offer everything. Right. I would think you can offer a lot. I would think. I don't know. I think all of these stations know that if they had to exist on their own merit, that they wouldn't exist. It's like college sports. A lot of college sports wouldn't exist if not for basketball and football because they That's pay the 100% bills. That's 100% true. Right. That's what this is. Yeah. And I don't know. Again, I, this is a complicated issue. Tell me how we change it. Aside from you get literally 30 million people on board, I, I don't I don't know how it changes. Well, it's changing like my, slowly. Like my cable bill, for instance, if I break down my cable, I know we got to take a break. If I break down my cable books, I'm going. It's it's funny you bring this up today because over the weekend I'm ha- I, and I'm not getting into what I have, but I'm not happy with the service that we have because okay. everything is you know they give you one box and one hookup and then everything else is streamed throughout the house. And for the first two years, it's been spectacular. The last six months, not great. So we're thinking of changing. And so if I just got on a two TV setup, it's actually pretty cheap. The problem is. They bury you with the stupid um, additional TVs that you want and also, um, what do you call it, the box tops that you rent. But the service itself is actually not that expensive. But they've right. got you because I've got a family of four and I've got, you know, how many rooms, and I end up paying for cable and Internet and phone, which they have to throw in. I end up paying, you know, $208 a month. It's obscene. Yes. It, it's nuts. It's, it's nuts. But they've... I don't know what else. I don't know what the answer is because I don't do it. I don't have it then. Right. If I cancel that and then I try to go to one of the streaming services, which I tried, they stink. And they're just as expensive now. YouTube TV is as much as whatever your cable bill was. Yeah. I mean, they've gotten to that point because you're paying for so many different. ah, It's it's such a. We're going to take a break and we can, I think, calm down and have fun. All right. We'll see. Quick break, uh, and then Boomer and Geo at 6 in the fan. Alan Jerry, now offering contact-free delivery. All right, 20 in front of six. Yankees with another win last night as Aaron Judge continues to mash a late-inning home run, gives them the lead, then the bullpen does close it out. The Mets embarrassed themselves in Atlanta over the weekend. They can't hit. They lost again, and they could be swept if they lose tonight. What else, Al? So uh, Tom Brady 
on his Instagram story. Yeah. Now, these are the things that get deleted after 12 hours or something? I think 24 hours they okay. live on someone's Instagram. He uh, Instagrammed out. He couldn't believe how uh, hot it was in Tampa. I guess it was, <laughs> <laughs> it was 99 degrees. What a jackass. <laughs> but he like he took a picture of the, of the screen in his car that it said right. 99 degrees. But people could also see what phone he had hooked up to his Bluetooth. Okay. And it was an iPhone 6. Nice. We're now at iPhone 11. Right. So people co- people were like fascinated that a man with that much money would have an iPhone that is so outdated. <laughs> you would think at this point in his career that a phone company would give him a deal and he'd have the newest well, model. you got to believe that that iPhone 6 goes all the way back to Deflategate, don't you? I thought maybe he got rid of it. Maybe. Oh, there you go. Not Although. That was smashed. I got to say, when I when Geo signed his uh, new contract back when that was, and he was, you know, walking around, he's got this tiny iPhone. It's cracked. I said, like, I thought the same thing. I was like, step it up, get. But he made a great point. It when you get a new phone, you've got to move all of your things over there. Mine was easy. Do your settings. (laughs) No issues whatsoever. I'm going through the whole thing right now. Right, you got to put your passwords into everything. It's Mine just a did. pain in Mine the neck. Seamless. That can't be true. It is true. I had no issues. Everything you didn't have to Google. put in any passwords when you everything got to do Everything's on my Google Cloud. Google Cloud. Right. Yeah, everything moved right over. The only passwords that I had to do were for two different apps. One was for a medical app that I have, and then another was for, uh, well, the work one. That one you got to do every single time the, you know, to get into the work email and all that stuff. But I've also noticed like a lot of successful rich people have outdated phones because they're smart with their money. Exactly. They don't just spend. Yes. Someone they told just me don't spend. A friend of mine who is very well off said it's not how much you make, it's how much you save. Was that Boomer? It was not. Oh, it was not. No. Right. Like a friend of mine, I've grown up with. That sounds like something I would say though. Right. It's yeah. like yes, your iPhone six still works. Why yeah. do you need the the next iPhone? Like, why are people lying up around the block when the new one comes out when they have the right. latest one already? Right. Because they have to have it. So rich people thinking is you keep your iPhone 6, no matter what the others think about. Well, again, is it? Is it I forget who it is. Who's the two rich guy? Bill Gates is the one. Who's the other guy I'm thinking of? Jeff Bezos. The older man. No, no, the older one. Oh, God. Yeah, Warren Buffett. Isn't he the one who Warren still lives Buffett. in the, the first home he bought? Right. When he was like 25 and he still has like the same car from like 1990. Paying off his mortgage. He just saves his money. It's Save what, your money. Yeah. Not how much he makes. It's how much he saves. So when you look and see someone has a new iPhone, they're bad with their money. If they have an old iPhone, you smart have a new iPhone. with their money. No, you're I have an. You're not bad with your money. I have you an know, iPhone that is such a eight. crock of you know what. Maybe somebody gets a free iPhone every now and again. Maybe. Maybe. I have an iPhone 8. I'm three behind at this oh, point. Oh, okay. Although I do need a new one. But like I'm thinking about what Geo said. I'm like, I don't want to put my pass. Like, what is my password for Uber? I have no idea. Yeah. I have, have no to be- idea what my password is for my local uh, computer here. Oh, you're in the studio today. That's right. No, I that's have no idea up. how to get into my computer. You're sitting in uh, which area? In yours? Now I'm in my chair, the big chair, yes. Did you get the new one, I'm saying, though? Was that no, put together? No, the, Did you the, put it together? The show office is not open, and for some reason, I don't have a key to it. <laughs> you got your own office, which yeah, I have but a key somebody to. has a key to it. Yeah, with multiple people. Yeah. If there was a crime in that office, multiple people 
could have could have easily accessed it with the keys keys, keys everywhere for your office yeah it's, it's usually you know the first guy that you you normally think of is steve summers right he likes to move around into people's offices plus he dresses like a thief he's got the black turtleneck black pants here's a bengal story since boomer's still here joe burrow he says he's going to live off of his endorsements and save his NFL paychecks. Why not? Save them for who? For later in life. Hmm. I thought he was going to like can them to his kids. How about it? How about if the season never gets going? He can save the hundred and what does he get? One hundred fifty thousand dollars if they don't play, or two hundred fifty thousand dollars. That's 300, it. Three hundred fifty if he opts out because he has a some sort of condition around him, or one hundred fifty thousand if he just opts out because he doesn't want to play. Right. So he's going to save his money. What if football doesn't come back? What if this stupid virus doesn't go away? He's saving. His, he's doing the smart thing. He is saving for a better future. I used and to hear that about Jay Leno, that Jay Leno would live off his stand-up money and he would put his Tonight Show money in the bank. You know what that account must look like? Ugh. That's I what I mean, I though. That's awesome. That. He's got all those great old vintage cars and a yeah. big garage full of them. He's got that's, a show with it. That's got to be, you know, uh, what, $25, $30 million worth of cars, if not more? But if Joe Burrow socks away all his NFL money, then he's dead. What good was it? What he's is it with you guys dead this morning? No, no, I'm saying, I, I, I'm saying, like, let's say he dies at 80. He ain't not going to have burned through that money. He might. If he he's going to hand it. If he retires at 35 or 36, that's a long time to go. That's 44 years of living good. And I've decided with all that's going on in 2020, it's very bad for – um, to give your kids money. I've just decided that. Thank God it. I don't have... Right, you got to earn it. got to earn it. Otherwise, everyone wants everything for free. Yeah. Well... <laughs> Too bad I'm not a parent. I wish I could have brought this wisdom on a child. Yeah, but you were afraid of being a parent. I was. I was afraid of... Uh, what if I wanted my kid who grew up a murderer? You had no um, you had no confidence in yourself no. as being a father. And you would have been good at it. No, no, no. I, I have confidence in myself and being a father, but like Jeffrey Dahmer's father was probably a normal, regular guy. How do you know he was around all the time? I actually think he was, strangely. Because <laughs> <laughs> I have seen him interviewed and be like, man, Jeffrey used to like to kill squirrels. Well. <laughs> well, there's the first red flag. <laughs> <laughs> he used to like to torture the family dog. Again, another red flag. <laughs> yeah. But he was around. Boy, that's got to make you think, though, like, hmm, well, they're really probably not a great parent. Uh, I'm sure like they've thought that every day of their life. Right? Yes. If you're Ted Bundy's true. parents. I don't know how you wouldn't think that. Right. Like, where'd we go wrong? <laughs> right. And, he, and then that guy can't give advice about anything. <laughs> you raised a killer. <laughs> yeah. Oh, really? Because you would know because you raised Jeffrey Dahmer, who <laughs> ate people. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. This is uplifting. <laughs> <laughs> I do have a good, I uh, have another good story, Jerry, if we have time. Yeah, go ahead. I got this sent to me by many people tweeted this to me. They couldn't as soon as it must have just come out at one point because I got it sent to me like so quickly over and over again. A British man who lost his penis to a blood infection. I don't understand. It literally fell off his body, they say. He says. God, I don't understand this story at all. Go ahead. Doctors are growing another one for him on his arm. And then at some point, it has it was supposed to have been moved already from the arm to the area. Oh but God. because of coronavirus, they can't move it yet. Of course they can't. <laughs> so this guy, we've heard this story, though, like 
in labs. No, I've never heard this one before. No, no, <laughs> no, not this exactly, but like in labs, you'd hear like we grew a human ear on a on a mouse. You know, they try to they they do experiments where they try to regenerate body parts. Yes. Well, this guy now has a schween on his arm near his bicep. <laughs> near his bicep. He says he has to wear long sleeve shirts. I would hope so. Do you Imagine think this is true? Popping out of his, no, I don't think it's true. You don't? I don't. I'm not saying it's not. You're asking me if this I think it is. This does seem fake. Yeah, no kidding. I mean, think about what you just said. Like Let a mole Google this British that. man penis. I don't buy it. Was this in the Inquirer? Was this in uh, the Daily uh, Mirror? No, it's it's in uh, in many, many various different publications. A uh, 45-year-old man. The Daily News have it. Uh, New York Post has it, yep. Well. They sure do. Okay. I'm and they this. have a picture of the guy. That's some weird science, isn't it? Malcolm McDonald. He's 45, a mechanic. Why not grow it, why not grow it on like, his inner thigh? I don't know. This must be the best place to grow it. Your he, bicep? He also lost fingers and toes. It's so great. He's like, I don't need those. My God. No need to grow me new fingers and toes. Just get the... The, uh, the 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 manhood back, and they said it's going to be fully functional for everything. Well, I hope he has a nice, successful life the rest of the way. <laughs> Listen to this quote, Jerry. Uh, this is Malcolm McDonald speaking. He was quote completely gutted when his penis just dropped off onto the floor in 2014. Uh, <laughs> at what point do you go to the doctor? I mean, Jesus. I would say All when right. any body part turns black, black. <laughs> yeah, that's when like... you'd know. You go to the doctor because that part of you I is think dying. Long, I think long before that point, you should be going to the doctor. Yeah. We need to take a break because we need to go to the doctor. Right. Um, when we come back, Boomer and Geo will join us at the top of the hour. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. All right, a couple more minutes till we get to the top. Boomer and Geo then a lot with the Yankees who continue to win, a lot with the Mets who continue to lose. Cespit is gone. Rangers play today at 12 noon, and the Nets won a game. What else, Al? So I see that the uh, Matthew Stafford and Gardner Minshew yeah. are both on the COVID list. Does that mean yeah. they have coronavirus? I believe it does. I believe that means they tested positive. No, I think it doesn't. So. It just means it, they could be around somebody. Oh. So, Why can't we know? So it just means that they're being uh, cautious and what? They have to stay away from the team then for a few days? Yeah, they're not like Doug Peterson. Doug Peterson he has tested confirmed positive. that he did test twice kind of positive for COVID-19, but he's asymptomatic. And now they have to stay away from the team. The interesting thing about Matthew Stafford is, remember, his wife had brain uh, surgery yeah, last I do. year. Yeah. yeah. So are they – like when I read this, I go, oh, so Matthew Stafford's not playing this year? But that's not true. No, well, even if someone true. tests He's... positive now, it doesn't mean they wouldn't play because right. you can still test negative and come back. Hmm. All right. But Doug no, Peterson has it. Yes. Has Correct. it? Doesn't have it. He does. Did you see CeCe Sabathia throw out the first pitch the other night? Yeah, very underwhelming. Very underwhelming, although he looked great. What a nice, slim man That's he is now. That's because he's working out. Yeah, he also said, I guess someone had interviewed him before or after, that uh, if he was playing right now, he would be the worst teammate doing nothing but complaining. And I have identified with that. Then I would say, then don't play. Right. I would you be like the with him. You have the option not to. Just don't play. Me and CeCe would just be in the corner 
bitching about everything. Seems like the older guys have more of an issue than <laughs> the younger guys. The younger guys just want to get out there and they feel like they're still bulletproof. Right. And it's just they'll deal with whatever. I'll tell you who's not having an issue are the NBA guys. They, Especially the coaches, they seem to really – I'm going to play some sound later. They're kind of digging the whole basketball-only type of situation. Basketball in a bubble, they love it? Yeah, I, well, I think some of them do. I think we've heard from some coaches. We'll hear from a couple more this morning. Greg Popovich? Um, no, he. I had Mike D'Antoni talking about oh. the bubble life. He's a genius. Uh, Mike D'Antoni, yes, he is. And by the way, CC Sabathia, why couldn't he look like that when he was pitching for the Yankees? We talked about this. Why? Because what I, I think story? flexibility. Oh. As a pitcher, he didn't want to be all jacked. Now, where all this Chapman is, we'll see how that goes for him. Because he and got he's ridiculously back. jacked. The yes. pitch swung. The. And enemy-